Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 supports CPAs, attorneys, insurance agents, insurance brokers, dentists, real estate brokers, cosmetic surgeons, and real estate investors. In addition, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, hello, 321Biz Development Podcast listeners. The title of today's podcast is The Five Ways to Sell Plus One. There are five different selling styles, and we will include the 321 selling style as the sixth or the plus one selling style. The five traditional selling styles are as follows. The aggressive selling style, the consultative selling style, the need-oriented selling style, the product-oriented selling style, the competition-oriented selling style, and like I mentioned, we will end with the 321's uh, selling style called the 321 Meaningful Dialogue Selling Style. So the selling styles I mentioned won't be or may not be in the, in the order I just read off, but probably close. So our company got a huge response from announcing this podcast topic, and I know why, too. Uh, marketing and selling products and services is not easy to begin with. And if marketers and salespeople are not sure how to effectively communicate with their potential prospects, sales results can be disastrous, especially for white-collar business owners selling products or services starting around $5,000 and higher, or if the commissions are $5,000 or higher. Podcasters will not receive all the information needed to effectively sell Uh, based on selling style because each industry is different and understanding how to sell products and services has at least a six-hour course followed by many hours of sales training reinforcement. Every salesperson has to go through this. There are no shortcuts in learning how to initiate communications with potential clients. I highly recommend everyone download this podcast. If a podcast listener wants to schedule a 30-minute confidential consultation to discuss a specific sales challenge or there is a need to start the process to sell effectively, please call us at 833-321-3212. These five selling styles are being used by white-collar 
business owners and salespersons without fully knowing these styles backgrounds. The good news is there is a logical way to understand each sales style. The bad news is most people don't take the time to learn each style's purpose. Many salespeople just kind of found a way to sell or saw a way someone else sells or made some money selling with a particular selling style and just stuck with it without knowing why it worked or why it didn't work. The problem with not understanding each sales style is salespeople are missing out on a lot of sales opportunities and perhaps are losing significant revenue or income. The five sales styles, you can look them up online. Most websites will say something similar, but what is most important about this podcast is white collar salespeople need to develop a sales system for their products and services. For me to tell you about the different sales styles or you look them up online will do very little to help you sell better. This podcast will exclude retail selling where consumers uh, walk into computer stores with the intent of buying notebooks or, or cell phones. We're also excluding people who make dental appointments with clearly visible cosmetic needs and they have money in hand, ready to buy, ready to fix their, their dental issue. This type of buying is based on decisions made before consumers arrived at the place of business. Retail purchase decisions should be credited to marketing and advertising campaigns, loyal customer purchases, or referrals from past customers. I will say that even in the two examples I gave above about the uh, notebook and cell phone purchases, as well as people making dental appointments with uh, clearly visible cosmetic needs, the sales reps, the business owners should collect data or find the reasons why consumers chose the company over other competitors. To add a caveat to consumers eager to buy with little or no selling effort, I must mention the 321 sales phrase, corridor of agreement. A corridor of agreement is a narrow space with boundaries where the consumer has subtly made the buy decision, but the salesperson has not picked up on the notion that the consumer is ready to buy. Instead of the salesperson validating that the consumer is ready to buy, the salesperson continues to product sell or need sell. In some cases, the consumer will change his or her mind because the salesperson talked the consumer out of buying. The 321 Corridor of Agreement training recommends verifying two or three times that the consumer wants to buy. Any verification beyond three times may put the salesperson outside the corridor of agreement and the consumer will change his or her mind uh, and not buy. So let's begin with the sales style, aggressive selling. In this style, the only intent of the seller is to sell. Salesmen who have an aggressive style of selling, they don't follow any so-called sales process. They also believe that if the client leaves, the sale is lost. The aggressive style is performed by salespeople without correction, um, selling attorney services, used cars, or products and services on multi-level marketing platforms. I did say most, not all. There are attorneys who do not aggressively sell. There are used car dealers who do not aggressively sell. And there are multi-level marketers who do not aggressively uh, pitch their, their products. This aggressive style is used when a decision has to be yes or no right now. 
the salesperson may not see the prospect ever again and this is the main reason why the aggressive style is used the aggressive sales style's ugly cousin is the poor or non-existent pipeline meaning the salesperson has no method to generate consistent prospects therefore when a prospect is present the salesperson goes for the juggler vein since there was very little rapport building to get the prospect appointment the prospect is pretty much on the enemy list if the salesperson does not get the sale the solution for the aggressive style is prospecting more people with the sales system and the urge to sell aggressively will disappear the next style is need oriented selling a seller has to be smart enough to observe the actions and words of the consumer under the need oriented selling style a sales representative observes the consumer properly he will ask different questions and figure out what the consumer requires he has to be smart enough to present a solution to the problems of the clients immediately salesmen using this style are fast and clever and this style of selling is also known as the problem solving style of selling now this style is not good for white collar salespersons because salespeople using this style fall for false positives or prospect fake needs. In other words, need-oriented selling typically begins with the salesperson prematurely thinking he or she has the solution. These salespeople are mostly in the real estate and insurance industries. Realtors and insurance agents will get some information from prospects and already have a solution without getting the rest of the information. And prospects purposely trick realtors and insurance agents into prematurely coming to a conclusion. I've seen insurance agents get bits and pieces of information from insurance prospects and immediately begin their pitch about a particular product that will solve the uh, prospects problems. Do you know how prospects can tell they are working with a need selling style salesperson? The salesperson will have a ton of information to persuade or convince prospects to buy based on the salesperson's solution. The need style of selling is really not all that bad. So what is a solution to help the need selling style? Design a set of questions that allow the prospect to really think hard about the answers. When this happens, the prospect may make the buy decision himself or herself. The third uh, selling style is the product-oriented selling style. As the name suggests, this style of selling is totally based on the product. The salesperson will describe all the features and benefits of the product till the customer is fully convinced with the product. Lots of demos of the product are given to prove its effective utility. Sales representatives need to be fully aware of the features, benefits, and usefulness of the product in order to follow this style of selling. This is how the majority of white-collar business owners and salespeople sell. The more educated the salesperson, the more likely the prospect will experience the product selling style. Why? Because product style salespeople are trained to put most of their sales energies into product knowledge. The theory is the more the salesperson tells the prospect about the product's amazing benefits and features, the more the prospect feels the salesperson is the expert. Product style selling shows the least amount of respect for prospects' needs and wants because the product is supposed to sell itself. I know people 
who have used this sales cliche, the product will sell itself millions of times. More sales transactions have been lost due to product style selling than the other selling styles. It is the product style selling that prompted me to start 321BizDev LLC because I saw so many colleagues lose sales. I saw so many company owners and sales managers teach their sales reps using the product style selling. I know many sales reps who have lost hundreds of thousands of dollars using product style selling. Only one out of 14 appointments end in a yes using product style selling. Some of you might say, Rick, that's not too bad. One out of 14, that's not bad. Yes, that's bad. Think about it. In order to get 14 appointments, the salesperson may have had to contact 100 people to find 60 qualified prospects to get 14 people to meet at appointments. So really what I'm saying is that the product style selling method got one sale out of 100 contacts. Using a sales system like 321s would have yielded an average of 10 closes out of 14 appointments using the 321 meaningful dialogue selling style. One of the interesting things to know about product style selling is prospects care much, much less about your product or service than the salesperson. Product pitching typically does not focus on value. Usually product style selling rarely learns about the prospect's needs. And this is the major downfall with product style selling. But the most dangerous part of product style selling is when the prospect says no during the appointment. Product style selling has an ugly step cousin called objection handling. Thousands of companies still teach sales reps objection handling techniques. An objection handling technique is used by product style salespeople when the prospect says no to the product style sale. The salesperson cannot believe the prospect said no after the salesperson poured his or her heart into delivering the best presentation on the planet. The company's CEO would be proud of the salesperson's mastery knowledge of product benefits and features. The salesperson probably was taught by the manager himself or herself. Every salesperson should abandon the product style selling approach. Number four is the competition oriented selling. Competition oriented or strategic selling is for large corporations. This is where I got my initial sales experience selling health insurance for a Fortune 500 company. This is where sales transactions approach $200,000 and higher per transaction. Competition style selling is where there are few large players. Just think of a few big companies you know about where it is likely that there are less than 10 companies who fiercely compete to have the largest product or service market share. Consultative selling is based on the development of trust between seller and consumer. A sales representative with such style will try to build a relationship of trust with the consumer. Under this method, the focus is not on selling the product, but to build a relationship with the prospect. That's why it's known also as relationship building selling. The salesperson needs to have a good personality and complete knowledge of the product. Consultative selling came on the scene in the late 1980s, the early 90s, when the sales industry recognized selling big ticket high priced items cannot be sold without major prospect input during the appointment. 
because sales unit volume at let's say $30,000 per item is much lower than selling a product or service at $300 per item, sales organizations did not want to squander opportunities to close. In addition, sales organizations understood the marketing efforts spent and the advertising dollars invested to get appointments with prospects. Why spend all that energy and money to get prospects to appointments just to fail in closing the business? Consultative selling requires formal training to sell big ticket, high priced items. Formal training can easily cost $25,000 or more. Plus, there is a 1,000 to 1,600 hour ongoing sales training commitment needed to push through the consultative selling learning curve. 1,000 to 1,600 hours are equivalent to six to nine months. A lot of sales psychology comes into play with consultative selling. The training to become proficient at consultative selling is not based on learning how to psychologically manipulate prospects into buying. The training is about helping prospects gain assurance about making purchases. Consultative selling was designed in the 1960s by behavioral psychologists experienced in understanding how prospects think. Psychologists have identified and documented 16 personality configurations humans have. Consultative selling reduces the need for salespeople to match their personality with the appropriate prospect human personality configuration during the appointment. The consultative selling summary is to get prospects to internalize the purchase, meaning consultative selling's goal is to help prospects make buy decisions naturally or be at ease with their buy decisions. Now here's the plus one, the sixth selling style, and this is 321's Meaningful Dialogue Selling. I hope I didn't overwhelm listeners with a bunch of information about the five selling styles. The good news is 321 developed its own selling style, which looks a little like the consultative selling style. Meaningful dialogue selling is specific to the industries 321 supports. There is a separate meaningful dialogue style for insurance agents, CPAs, attorneys, dentists, cosmetic surgeons, and real estate brokers. Overall, meaningful dialogue selling helps the newest salesperson have success. To understand the beauty of meaningful dialogue selling, listeners need to know that there are two sales activities involved in selling, efforts and tasks. Before meaningful dialogue selling, salespeople put the majority of sales energies into task sales activities. Task sales activities involve doing the work to fulfill things like closing escrows, performing financial audits, uh, writing insurance applications, performing dental procedures, or attorneys going to court to represent clients. Effort sales activities, in contrast, focus on getting prospects to agree there is a need or want for the product or service. If you think hard about it, a person does not necessarily need to be a realtor to get a person to agree that a house needs to be sold or a house needs to be purchased. A person does not necessarily need to be a CPA to get a business owner to agree he or she needs a CPA. A person does not necessarily need to be an insurance agent to get a person to agree to an insurance appointment. Effort sales activities rarely involve in-depth discussions about products or services. 
putting task conversations about product and service benefits and features ahead of why prospects think they need products or services is what makes selling difficult. Effort sales activities must come first before task sales activities. 321's Meaningful Dialogue Selling uses a prospect interview to establish a dialogue or build rapport with prospects. Meaningful Dialogue Selling prompts prospects to talk during the interview by asking some general questions about prospects, current situations, past experiences, and possible favorable outcomes the prospects would like to see. Meaningful dialogue selling lowers the anxiety levels of both prospects and salespersons. When sales anxiety is lowered for both prospects and salespersons, prospect interviews flow with the probability sales will be made. In closing, I highly recommend everyone download this podcast episode. If a podcast listener wants to schedule a 30-minute confidential consultation to discuss a specific sales challenge or needs to start the process to sell effectively, please call us at 833-321-3212. If this podcast speaks to your current business situation, please don't hesitate to call us. You have listened to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. 321 BizDev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. Our website is 321bizdev.com powered by sitemarket.com and we can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Make it a great day.